Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live.
God. Hallelujah. 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 Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to night five. Hallelujah. Words Ministry End of Year Revival. We are crossing over. Let me rephrase that. We have crossed over into our possessions. Amen. We yes. have crossed over. Glory to God. I yeah, bless yeah, God yeah. for each and every one of you. For those who have been with yeah. us since the first night of the conference, hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you so much for being here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To make this YouTube victorious. Thank you. Thank you for being in my room every evening. <laughs> Glory to God. We just bless God. We bless God for uh, what he's doing. We bless God for the word last on last night. Oh, my goodness. Prophet Anita McCoy. Oh, put the house down. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I just honor. I honor her. I thank God for her. I thank God for, uh, you know, coming in and, you um, you know, just blessing us so mightily oh, through servant. Glory to God. And I'm looking forward to tonight. Amen. I'm looking forward oh, to tonight. As I was seeking seeking God for the speakers, I, I don't just, you know, put something together just because. I ask God, who, who does he want to bring forth um, the word? Uh, glory to God. And, um, we were in prayer. Most of you know that we have our midnight prayer. Uh, glory to there's a group of us that we pray um, every day together. Some some days I can't make it. Um, glory to God, such as this week. But um, you know we we do try to um, to keep the prayers going. And um, you know one night I listened as um, you know Sister Solucia. Oh my goodness, she truly encouraged me. She blessed me. And the Lord said, there's your speaker. Hallelujah. And I'm excited. You know, she is an awesome anointed uh, woman of God. She yes. is our praise and worship leader um, at Greater Highway Redemption Ministries. And um, she's a preacher. She really is. And I'm so excited about what God is going to um, say to us through her tonight. So, um, you know, I welcome each and every one of you. Um, if you have haven't done so as yet. Share, share tonight's um, flyer. Um, if you are on Facebook, Amen. Share the flyer. Share the video, the audio. Uh, we're doing audio. Um, share the audio so everybody, um, you know, um, that's connected to you will know that we are, um, you know, we are having service, Amen. So share, 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 and um, you know. Um, love, 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 like, 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 like. God bless you, Bishop Clive Walters. I see you. Come on. I just saw you there. Good uh, good night. Good night. God bless you. So um, share, like, love, um, so that we and comment. Amen. So that we will be, uh, we will have more than one hour. Uh, glory to God. We bless God. We bless God for um, for the, the, the avenues that he has given to us wherein we can share the gospel. Amen. Um, you know, he has given us, um, he has given us Facebook. We're going to use it. Amen. We're using Facebook Amen. to share the gospel. 
Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. At this time, let me uh, read our um, our theme scripture from Deuteronomy 11, verse 31. For ye shall pass over Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God um, given, giveth you, and ye, and ye shall possess it and dwell therein. And glory to God. Um, the, uh, the Amplified states, for you are to cross over the Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God gives you, and you shall possess it and live in it. Verse 32, and you shall be watchful to do all the statutes and ordinances which I set before you this day. Follow his law. Amen. Glory to God. Let us open up uh, in prayer tonight. Father, I bless you, I thank you, I worship you, I glorify your holy name. Lord God Almighty, I thank you for bringing us here, oh God, another night, night five, oh God, of this revival. Lord God, I know you've got something magnificent in store for us because God, the number five is all about grace. It's all about mercy. It's all about favor, oh God. So Lord God, I know you're going to bless us tonight. And even now, God, I ask that you will wash me, wash each and every one of us, O oh God, from all unrighteousness. If there are sins in our lives, O oh God, forgive us in the mighty name of Yahushua HaMashiach. Lord God Almighty, I decree and I declare that tonight, O oh God Almighty, hallelujah, your servant will take, the, take this revival up another notch, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God Almighty, I thank you for all the speakers who have gone forth thus far, God, and those who are yet to come, God, in anticipation of what, oh God, is going to come forth tonight, tomorrow night, and Saturday night, God. And I know, God, you're not finished with us, oh God. So I look forward, oh God, to Sunday night as well, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father God, tonight I pray that there will be healing. I pray, God, there will be breakthrough, oh God. I pray, Lord God Almighty, there will be signs, wonders, and miracles on this line tonight. In the mighty name of Yahushua HaMashiach, Lord God Almighty, even now, once more, I lift up my sister Shanna before you, God, Lord. The report has come back, oh God, that she is improving, she's pulling through. And Lord God, yeah. know that you who have started a work, oh God, you are faithful, oh God, to right. complete it. So, God, I thank you, Lord God, for full and complete healing for Shanna in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I thank you for our touching and healing prophetess Tasha tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, I know, God Almighty, that you are still Jehovah Rapha. You are still the bomb in Gilead. You are still the God who and I thank you, oh God Almighty. Right. Hallelujah. What you're doing in the lives of your people. I thank you for healing, oh God Almighty. Prophetess Gina, oh God. I thank right. you, oh God Almighty, that no weapons 
performed against your children shall prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, tonight, oh God, because you have instructed us, oh God, not only to cross over, oh God, into the land and possess it, but we should live in it, oh God. So tonight, as we cross over into healing, oh God, we will live in healing. As we cross over into breakthrough, we will live in breakthrough, oh God. As we cross over into prosperity, we will live in prosperity, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God Almighty, as we cross over into salvation, Lord God Almighty, that's exactly where we will live, in the name of Jesus. I bless you night, oh God. Even now, God, I ask that you'll anoint, oh God, every connection. Anoint, oh God, the cell phone lines. Anoint, oh God, the landlines, the internet connection, oh God. Anoint, oh God, the Skype room, oh God, the talk shoe room. In the mighty name of Jesus, let there be no interferences. Let there be no interruptions, oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and by his shed blood, Hallelujah. Bless you for this night, oh God. I worship you for this night, oh God. Hallelujah. I thank you, God, for what you've done and for what you're about to do, oh God. Hallelujah. God, I am in expectation, oh God Almighty. Hallelujah. Of a great thing, oh God, on this line tonight. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Again, a special warm welcome to each and every one of you, and thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Hallelujah. Oh, you're in for a treat, saints of God, so fasten your seatbelts and get ready for what God has in store for this night. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We bless him. Amen. We bless him. Glory to God. And just a reminder for those of you who come on Friday nights, tomorrow night we are starting at what time? 9, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. 9 o'clock p.m. Amen. Tomorrow night we're in revival. Amen. So there will be, I'm not going to say there will be no midnight service. Glory to God. Because we, we very well may go from 9 way past midnight. We do it every time that we have a revival. Amen. Glory to God on a Friday night. So I'm not going to say there's no midnight service. But if you come at midnight, you are going to miss uh, the bulk of the service. Amen. So uh, come on out at 9 p.m. tomorrow night. I know people who want to go Christmas shopping and all that but you know what you know forget about all that stuff you, you want to give somebody a gift give, the, give it to them throughout the year alright glory to God and uh, come on out to service tomorrow night um, at 9pm hallelujah and you're going to have an amazing experience because Dr. Angela Rucker is going to be a speaker tomorrow night amen so 9pm tomorrow night hallelujah glory to God we praise you Jesus we praise you hallelujah Go, Victoria, go. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into our lives and into our hearts.
God. Hallelujah. We bless his name. We bless his name. And Father, even now, hallelujah. Oh, even as the songwriter has said, hallelujah, we need you now. Holy Spirit, take your rightful place on this line. Lord God, even now I ask that you will take the call from your altar and touch the lips of your daughter, O God, as she gets ready to bring forth this word, O God. Let there be, O God, no retaliating spirits. Let there be no backlashing spirits, O God. Hallelujah. Lord God, take full control. Lord God, use your servant. Hallelujah. Minister Solution Lodge tonight until you use her up in Jesus' precious and mighty name, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. And at this time, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to some and present to others none other than our very own. She belongs to us, Minister Solucia Lodge. God bless you, woman of God. Preach! Amen. Oh, oh, God be the glory. Everybody can hear me well, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Amen. I greet everyone tonight. My simple word family. I miss you guys so much. <laughs> but I'm so excited to be here tonight. I bless God. Uh, it's such a privilege and it's such an honor to be able to come and to speak the word of God. Um, It's not a right, it's a privilege. So I bless God tonight just for the opportunity to still be in the land of the living and to declare his word. And so I just want to first give honor to the Holy Spirit, which is the head of my life. And I want to honor Pastor Maureen Chen Daly and her husband, Minister Daly. I also want to honor my bishop, Bishop Dr. Carlton Facey. And I just thank God for them, you know, because they're so integral in my life as leaders and instructors and examples. And so I thank God for their life and their ministry. Thank you again, Pastor Chen, uh, for allowing me this opportunity just to, you know, speak on what God has spoken to me. And so tonight I hope someone tonight. And so I'm going to read the scripture again uh, that was presented and given for this revival and then I'll I'll go ahead and say what thus says the Lord. And so Deuteronomy 11, verse 31 says, For ye shall pass over Jordan to go into, possess the land which the Lord your God giveth you, and ye shall possess it and dwell therein. And ye shall observe to do all the statutes and judgment which I set before you this day. Father God, we thank you and we bless you, God. Your word is already blessed, but we ask you even now, Father God, that you will give revelation, God, to your word. Speak through my lips, God. I decrease as you increase, Father God. I pray even now, God, that your word, Father God, will find fertile soil in your people, God, and it will transform. It will rejuvenate. It will revive. It will bring about, God, the necessary change, Father God, that they will possess their inheritance, God, tonight, that, Father God, that they will not leave the same way, God, that they came, God, but the power and the anointing of your word to break every 
yoke. Even now, Father God, will saturate and consume their life, God, and they will bear much fruit in this season. And so, God, we thank you, God, for blessing your people right now and for blessing your word, God, as it go forth, God. And I thank you even now, God, for the anointing that will make teaching easy, Father God. I give you thanks and I give you praise in no other name but the exalted and matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. So tonight, the scripture that was given, uh, I know Pastor Chen, she's such a deep woman of God, and she doesn't take these scripture lightly. And so I'm going to try to be brief but yet precise. And um, believe it or not, when I was studying this scripture, I actually have like 12 pages of notes, which I had to concise. So let's go into the scripture. Uh, when, we're, when we're given a passage, a verse, uh, it's very important to not just take the verse by itself because the word of God is not a standalone. The word of God is connected in its entirety. And so verse verse 31 by itself will not give any clarity or revelation as to what it is saying. And so we have to backtrack a little bit to kind of understand what brought us to this point of what was said in, in Deuteronomy. And so we have to go back to maybe around verse 10 or so, um, verse 10, chapter 10, verse 12. And so from that stage on to Deuteronomy 11 up to 32, we'll get a full understanding because we have to understand why is it that Moses said that ye should observe to do all the statutes and judgment. What are those statutes? What are those judgments? Because those are important in order for you to possess the land. Um, you, ha- you cannot possess the land without having knowledge of what you're possessing or having knowledge to apply in possessing the land. Because to possess something is to take hold, to take fast onto something. And so you cannot possess that which you have no knowledge of. And you cannot possess That's if right. you do not have the requirements right. to possess. You know, so it's it's all well and good to get excited about possessing a land, but you cannot possess if you do not know what you're possessing and you do not know how to possess. And so tonight, you know, I am going to impress upon us to get the clarity that God's word is already clear to see what God is telling us as a people that we need to do in order to possess this land. Because God has already given the land. And so it's now our, this is the opportunity for us to possess that land. So in Deuteronomy, um, Deuteronomy traditionally has been regarded as the work of Moses, right? And it, it means the second law. But it does not actually contain a distinct law. Right, its approach is more the language is more a language of the heart and the conscience, right? And so it's not legalistic in the fact that it is a law. So the emphasis of Moses' words is not to inform but to exhort. So instead of saying observe the law, you know, Moses pleaded with the people to be careful to observe them in Deuteronomy 4 and 6. So instead of simply instructing Israel on on what action to take, he is saying, make sure you are doing what you already know to do, right? Deuteronomy emphasizes obedience to worship. Moses' message not only contained the truth and the clarity of the law, 
but also passion which stirs the people to obedience. Deuteronomy emphasizes that every person stands under God's judgment. It reflects the principles by which God judges human activity. Deuteronomy can be the catalyst for our spiritual evaluation and renewal of our own lives today. And we see this happening in um, King Josiah Day, in 2 Kings 22 and 23, when Helkiah, the high priest, discovered a law book and he sent it to be read before the king. And immediately, Josiah realized the curses were inevitable if the people disobeyed God's law. So this in itself was significant insight to Josiah the king. So until this yeah. time, the people thought God's covenant was strictly gracious and in no way affected by their response. But Josiah's reaction was emphatic. He said, go inquire of the Lord for me. For the people and for all Judea concerning the words of this book that has been found, for great is the wrath of the Lord that arose against us because our fathers have not obeyed the words of this book to do according to all that is written concerning us. And that's in 2 Kings 22.30. The result was that God gave peace to Judea. And Josiah restored true worship in the land. So now tonight, this book that we're in, Deuteronomy, is calling us to three things, four things actually, to review the past dealings of God, God in our life. And so in order for us to have personal revival, this cannot happen in our lives tonight if we do not heed to the admission of the word of God, to look, to listen, and to obey. So that's the first thing that Deuteronomy is calling us to do tonight. The second thing is to ratify our loyalty to God. And when, when I say ratify, that means to give formal consent. It's like entering into agreement, right? So our emphasis should be on chasing after God and worshiping him alone. Uh, third, re-acknowledging consequences of the choices that was made in our lives. Uh, renewal comes into our lives when we feel and express repentance. This only happens when we understand and accept our responsibility to choose. And fourthly, realizing the potential of our lives as Christians. The Word of God says, before us lies a land of milk and honey, and God's desire for us to possess the land. His faithfulness makes it possible, but our obedience makes it a reality. So I want the Word of God tonight to bring the power of the past to bear on your present with an eye on the future. And so when this happens to you tonight, you, you're going to experience a spiritual renewal in your life. And so as we go Amen. through Deuteronomy chapter 10, starting from verse 12, and then we're going to make our way to the, the, the key scripture tonight. When we see from Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12, uh, firstly, Israel was called to obey God because of his greatness. And so, and in, in chapter 11, 1 to 7, they were called to obey God because of what they have seen. And from verse 8 to 17 of chapter 11, they were called to obey God because of what they will receive. And in verse 18 to 21 of chapter 11, they were called to obey God because of his blessing on their family. And in verse 22 to 25, they must obey God because of the victory 
victories they will accomplish. And from verse 22 to 30, 26 to 32, they must obey God because of the consequences of their choice. And so it's a step-by-step process when it comes to God. And so first, we have to first take it from the beginning before we get to the choice and the possession of the land. So now Israel must obey God because of his greatness. In chapter 10, verse 12, it reads, And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command you today for your good. Indeed, heaven and the highest heaven below belongs to the Lord your God, also the earth with all that is in it. The Lord delighted only in your fathers uh, to love them, and he chose their descendants after them, you above all peoples, as it is this day, and therefore circumcise the foreskin of your heart, and be stiff-necked no longer, for the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality nor takes a bribe. He administers justice for the fatherless, the widow, and loves the stranger, giving him food and clothing. Therefore, love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God. You shall serve him, and him you shall hold fast. Take oaths in his name. He is your praise. He is your God who has done for you these great and awesome things which your eyes have seen. Your fathers went down to Egypt with 70 persons. Now the Lord your God have made you as the stars of heaven in multitude. That's Deuteronomy 10, 12 to 22. It is essential in the establishment of any effective relationship that both parties understand the requirements. And so tonight, God lay before us the requirement of the relationship that we need to have with him. For a marriage to succeed, both the husband and the wife need to have not only an understanding of the expectation, but also a commitment to meet them. Right For a business uh, venture to be successful, the business partners also need to abide by a contract, which is clear to each of them what is outlined in this contract. Now, in this passage of Scripture, Moses lays out before the people what God requires of them. They are to fear the Lord, verse 12. This does not mean to be frightened or afraid of God, but what this is saying is that they should possess an attitude of deep deep respect for God, respect in response to God's faithfulness to them over the years. So tonight, what is your attitude towards God? This fear or respect begins inwardly, eventually will manifest itself outwardly. Israel's constant disobedience was an outward evidence of the wrong inward attitude. And so we examine ourselves, and we will know, because our outward manifestation is a reflection of our respect for God. Israel is to walk in all his ways, verse 12. Our inward respect for God will reveal itself in our walk. 
plain and simple. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. First John 1, 6-7. Both Moses and John understood that our talk and our walk must be consistent. The people also were to love him, verse 12, to love God with our total being is the fulfillment of the great commandment. Love is giving a person or a thing your full attention. And this is what God requires for his people. Anything less is unacceptable. That's why the word of God says right. to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, right? So it's a total, total fulfillment total, full attention to God. This degree of love will motivate Israel to serve and with God with all your heart and with all your soul. And so we get to see that in order for us to serve God, it must first come out of love, which is giving God our full attention. But in order to love God, we must be walking in his ways. But in order to walk in his ways, we must fear him, respect him. And so we cannot get to serving God outside of fearing God. And so yes. the teaching of God's commandments and statutes demonstrate that we accept, accept God's right to provide rules for our conduct. Verse 13 explains that. To challenge Israel to fulfill God's requirement, Moses points to the greatness of the love of God. So there are, there are three things about God's greatness that stands out in verses 14 to 22. First, God is supreme, yet he stoops down to Israel. Verse 14 to 15. The Lord's love for Israel is obvious because it says, He delighted only in your fathers, and He also said, and chose their descendants. So, in exhorting Israel to love God, Moses pointed out that her present position can be attributed directly to God's love for her in the past. Right, And so we have to put ourselves in the scripture to realize that when we say God favor us, we must know why we are favored of God. And so our present position with God is directly attributed because of God's love uh, for us. Because he said before we were formed, right, he said that he died on the cross uh, for us. We weren't even present, but his love that was before we were present. And so that uh, love, yes. God My has God. favored us in our position. So the only appropriate mm-hmm. response for Israel and for us is to circumcise the foreskin of your heart and be stiff-necked Amen. no longer. Verse 16, an uncircumcised heart is one which is close to acceptance of God. Right? Just as an uncircumcised ear in Jeremiah 6.10 is one which hears muffled songs, right? And an uncircumcised lips in Exodus 6.12 and 30 cannot open fully to speak coherently. So if the heart is circumcised, then that which hinders it is cut away. And it becomes open and free from obstructions. The result of such a circumcision will be submission to the will of God and the end of stubbornness. So secondly, 
God is mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality nor takes a bribe. Yet he is sympathetic towards the weak and undefended. Verse 17 to 19. David knew God to be a father of the fatherless and a defender of widows. And we see that in Psalm 65. Israel was to follow the example of God and love the stranger, as verse 19 points out, for two reasons. One, the love of God extended beyond Israel to include aliens, strangers, as as the scripture says. And two, they were to remember that in Egypt, they too were once strangers who lack respect and love for God. Right? So thirdly, God is powerful, yet also personal. Verse 20 to 22. This God whom Israel is to fear, serve, and hold fast, enables Israel fathers who only numbered 70 to bring about Egypt's downfall. Can you believe that? One evidence of God blessing upon them was the procreation of 700,000 men from the original 70 in less than 250 years. That's the power of our God. His greatness to his children demands a response of total obedience. Now, Israel must obey God. We already see because of his greatness, right? Now, Israel must obey God because of what they have seen. Chapter 11, verse 1. Therefore, ye shall love the Lord your God and keep his charge, his statutes, his judgment, and his commandments always. Know today that I do not speak with your children who have not known and who have not seen the chastening of the Lord your God, his greatness and his mighty hand and his outstretched arm, his signs and his acts, which he did in the midst of Egypt to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to all his land, what he did to the army of Egypt, to their horses and their chariots, how he made the waters of the Red Sea overflow them as they pursue you and how the Lord have destroyed them to this day. What he did for you in the wilderness until you came to this place. What he did to Datham and Abraham, the son of Eliab, the son of Reuben, how the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up. Their household, their tents, and all the substance that was in their possession in the midst of all of Israel. But your eyes have seen every great act of the Lord which he did. Once again, Moses places special emphasis on the inseparability of God's love and obedience. So the ultimate test for the Israel, of, of the Israelites' love for God was his, their obedience to God. And, and we see that in John 14, 15. And so tonight, I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures. So I hope you have pen and paper. And so you can go search it out for yourself because I cannot read out every scripture that I give you. I'm just making um, a correlation and, and bringing more clarity so that you can go and search it out. So we see that in John 14, 15. All of Israel's history has been guided by the Lord for the purpose of motivating them to love him totally. The chastening of the Lord in verse 2 refers to God's education, 
right? So when we say, oh, the Lord chasteneth who he loves, right, he brings them to a place of enlightenment. Uh, so he was educating his, the Israelites um, unto what he was expecting from them. So Israel's natural position, and so it is with us, <laughs> our natural bent position is towards waywardness. And so God's response to this condition was to send Israel to school and first in Egypt so they might learn of his power. And we notice in verse 3 and 4 that God is doing all the work. So after the Egyptian experience, the Lord sent them again to school in the wilderness for 40 years. And here their education was further refined and enhanced as they had to depend upon God totally for all their needs, right? So in, in Exodus, the, in the Exodus experience, the people learn about God's grace and his power. But in the desert, they learn of his providential care, right? And then in the rebellion of daytime and Abraham, which is detailed in number 16, they learned about God's holiness. And so tonight God is trying to bring us to a place of total dependency on him for us to come to that place to realize that his grace and his power and his providential care for us will bring us to a place of love and obedience, recognizing that God is not just all-powerful and, and all-great, but he's caring, but he is a holy God. And so Moses exhort the people to learn from their past, oh, right? So God has constructed their history for a didactic purpose. So as children of God, we have to understand that the things that we had gone through, the wilderness experience, uh, the Egyptian experience that we've had in our life, uh, the places where we've come up against obstruction and contention, uh, those experiences, those past experiences, God constructed our history to bring us to a place tonight. And so we're going to get to that place. And so God now called Israel to obey, to obey. Israel was now called to obey God because of what they have received. So we've spoke upon their obedience because of God's greatness, their obedience because of what they've seen. Now their obedience because of what they will receive. Now verse 8, therefore you shall keep every commandment which I command you today that you may be strong and go in and possess the land which you cross over to possess and that you may prolong your days in the land which the Lord swore to give your fathers to them and their descendants, a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land which you go to possess is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come, where you, where you sowed your seed and watered it by foot as a vegetable garden. But the land which you cross over to possess is a land of hills and valleys, which drinks water from the rain of heaven, a land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very 
end of the year. And it shall be that you earnestly obey my commandments, which I command you today, to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. Then I will give you the rain for your land in its season, an early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather your grain, your new wine, and your oil. And I will send grass in your fields for livestock, that you may eat and be full. Take heed to yourself, lest your heart be deceived, and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. Lest the Lord anger be aroused against you and he shut uh-huh. up the heavens so there is no rain and the land yield no produce and you perish quickly from the good land which the Lord is giving you. Deuteronomy 11, 8 to 17. In these verses, That's the word. Moses wanted Israel to draw an important conclusion from his uh-huh. brief review of their history. Now, whether they experienced God's grace or his judgment depended on their behavior. And so it is with us. Whether we receive right. God's grace or his judgment depends on our moral behavior. Therefore, right. their ability to be strong and to go in and to prolong their days in the land was ultimately a question of their obedience to God, not a question of their military skills. In verse 10, Moses begins to contrast Egypt with Canaan. There is good news here, folks, and there is bad news for Israel here, right, as they approach the promised land. The good news, everybody wants the good news first. The good news is that God has made Canaan, right, to have a greater potential for agriculture than Egypt. It says it drinks water from the rain of heaven. It enjoys the constant care of God for his eyes are always on it. Now, the bad news is that contrary to the situation in Egypt where they irrigated and depended upon human skills to provide the water for the crops, here they must be obedient to God and depend upon him to bring the rain. Now, you might ask, where is the bad news? Now, the bad news comes because of Israel's past record of disobedience and turning away to other gods, right? When you take that into account, you see where the bad news come in. So we know that Canaan was, uh, the Canaanite people served the the god Baal, and, and Baal was taught to be responsible for the weather. So now you get to understand why God was saying to them that they should Take heed, lest their hearts be deceived and they turn aside to serve other gods, because their action in the past have shown them to turn to other gods. And when they find themselves in a good place, and they think, oh, we've arrived and we've done it all by ourselves. And so they turn to their own way, doing their own things. And so God is saying, take heed. And he said, if you do this, God, I, your God, will shut up the heavens so that there be no rain and the land yield no produce and you perish quickly. And for us as children of God, we know that's not impossible because Elijah did it. So if Elijah did it, much as God. So God who owns the heaven and the earth and everything that they're in, um, if he says it, it is so, it is amen, and he's going to do it. So God was um, 
really um, impressing on the, uh, the people of God to keep his statutes and his commandments when he bring them into this place. So they were to obey because of what they will receive. Now, the, the next call after that was obedience because of his blessing on their family. So the one before was because of what they will get, but this one is because of what they have received. So verse 18 says, therefore, you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul and bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as a frontlet between your eyes you shall teach them to your children speaking of them when you sit in your house when you walk by the way when you lie down when you rise up and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land which the Lord swore to, to your father to give them like the days of the heaven above the earth. That's Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21. So with a slight variation, these verses are repetitive of like Deuteronomy 6, 6 to 9, right? Moses again is stressing the importance of the visual symbols of God's command. So that's why he says to bind them as a sign on your hand, and he said to write them on your doorposts, and he said, you know, you should teach them to your children. So he is, he is impressing on the people, stressing the importance of the visual symbols of God's command. Um, experts in the field of communication says that our learning is 89% visual, 10% auditory, and 1% through the other senses. And so you could understand why God was impressing on the people, Moses was impressing on the people the commandment to write them on the doorpost, to teach it to their children, so visually, so that they can see the commandment of the Lord, uh, to keep them so that the Lord will give to them the land which he swore to their fathers. Now, Moses wanted to make sure that the family members continually had the law in their heart and in their soul, and that's why in Psalm, one, it says that meditate on the word day and night, right? And so when you meditate on the word and when you constantly remind yourself of the word of God, continually reading, continually teaching and discussing the word of God, it will bring God's blessing on your life. This is the same principle that applies to us today. Right, and I have personally seen that in my life uh, through um, our prayer group. <laughs> you know, before the prayer group started praying like four times, six times a day, you know, my attitude was kind of getting bleak. And but when we started praying and we started reading the Word and we started meditating, we were like in constant constant meditation, in a constant teaching and reading, and, and, and we were keeping our minds and our hearts and our soul was just on the word and on God's promises and, and, and what God is going to do and what God says he's going to do. And what I found that through prayer and the reading, I experienced a change of, in attitude. And not just towards myself, but towards others. My outlook like, is so totally different. Words can't even express how my, my outlook was about three months ago to how it is now. I am so empowered. I'm so enlightened because now I truly 
have an under, better understanding of who God is and his infallible word and what is his requirements of me. And I'm trying to bring myself into alignment, into agreement with God to say, okay, God, I am coming in right relationship with you because I now understand that if I position myself according to your words, that I will possess the land. And so... Moses was impressing on the people to obey God because of his blessings on their lives. And so it is with us because we have seen God move in our lives, move in our family's life. And we saw his, his grace and his favor and his care for us. And so because of that, it requires obedience. Then we see Moses impressing on the people obedience because of the victories they will accomplish. So verse 22 says, for if you carefully keep all these commandments, which I command you to do, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways and to hold fast to him, then the Lord will drive out all these nations before you and you will dispossess greater and mightier nations than yourself. Every place on which the sole of your feet shall be yours from the wilderness of Lebanon, from the river, from the river Euphrates, even to the western sea, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand against you. The Lord your God will put the dread of you and the fear of you upon all the land where you tread, just as he had said to you. So that's Deuteronomy 11, 22 to 25. Now at this point... In Moses' speech, Moses turns the team from living long in the land to successful conquest of the land, right? So if Israel is obedient, the Lord will grant them supernatural success against superior enemies. And so that's what the word of God is saying. So the promise to enlarge Israel boundaries to every place to which the sole of their feet tread was repeated in Joshua right before Israel crossed the Jordan in Joshua 1 and 3, right? But only in the day of King David did Israel ever control anything like the era promised in, in to Abraham in Genesis 15 and 81. So what God is saying to us uh, through these passages of scriptures is that he said in his word that he will extend your borders. He said he will enlarge your mouth over your enemy. He said he will exalt your horn. And so God is saying for the victories that I have already won but will accomplish for you only requires your obedience. He said, whatever your feet, the sole of your feet tread, it is yours. Everything that you see before you, it is yours. So God is saying, I give you this, but what is the prerequisite? What is the requirement? Then we move on to obedience because of the consequence of their choices. And verse 28 says, Behold, I set before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and the curse if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God. But turn aside from the way which I command you today to go after other gods which you have not known. Now it shall be when the Lord your God has brought you into the land which you go to possess that you shall put the blessing on Mount Gerizim and the curse on Mount Ebal, 
Are they not on the other side of Jordan towards the setting sun in the land of the Canaanites who dwell in the plain opposite Gilgad, beside Terban tree or of Morab? For you will cross over the Jordan mm-hmm. and go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you, and you will possess it and dwell in it, and you shall be careful to observe all the statues and judgment which I set before you today. Deuteronomy eleven twenty six to 32. Now, it is clear mm-hmm. that the commandments was not just a set of legislation just to obey simply for the sake of obedience. Now, that is clear. Now, we have gotten to this far of the scripture. But these commandments yeah. reflect a right way of living. It's a lifestyle. God is calling Mm -hmm. us to a lifestyle. And this lifestyle will bring us into the place of possession. Now, outside of the right way of living, there is no possession. So to obey brought about prosperity and close relationship to God. To disobey resulted in disaster and separation from God. It says, behold, I set before you today a blessing and a curse, right? A blessing and a curse. Israel must make a major decision. Just as tonight, this scripture was not chosen coincidentally or by chance or it was just random because nothing about God is random. Everything about God is purposeful. And because of his love for us, God is bringing us into the right place in order for us to make the right decision in order for us to get the success. And so, Behold, I set before you this night a blessing and a curse. The choice, your choice, will determine whether you receive the blessing or the curse. So what we do at the major crossroads of our life not only reveals who we are, but also reveals who we will become. And so we have to understand that every person has a choice to make. And every person has the ability to make that choice. And every choice has a consequence, right? And while you are choosing the choice that you're making, one of those choices, you exist in one of those choices. And so who you become, right? And so the word of God is significant tonight because God is calling us first to make the choice. Because you cannot cross over to possess a land outside of coming into agreement with God. And so during, during this revival, a lot of people define crossing over. And I, when I went to look up crossing over, believe it or not, God gave me a scientific definition. And I said, okay, God, is it because I'm a nurse? I'm like, okay. So the one that I saw it right away and I didn't see any other thing. And I thought that was very weird. That, that was like the top of the list. And it says to cross over is to is an exchange of genetic material. And so I'm like, okay, God, what is this that you're trying to tell me? And so the Spirit of God started to speak to me and said, in order for you to possess the land, you must cross over. 
But in order to cross over, you there must be an exchange from the natural to the supernatural, from the natural spiritual uh-huh. to the natural. And so when you understand, when there's a crossover genetically, you have two chromosomes, and one flat tail of the chromosome links with the other chromosome, and there's an exchange that happens. And so it takes from one, it's like an exchange. It's like I give God peace of my nature, and God gives me peace of his nature. And so I become different than I I was originally. And so what God is saying, if we come into right relationship, if we come into agreement uh, with him, he said, I'm going to endow you with the abilities. I'm going to endow you with all the information that you need in order for you to possess the land. Because we already saw that the possession of the land had nothing to do with the Israelite military skills. But God is saying, if you do this crossover, this crossover we saw earlier in the scripture, if we, will, we will circumcise the foreskin of our heart. So that exchange that God wants to do in our life, God is saying, I want to strip away from you. I want to detox you of the things that is hindering you from possessing the land which I've already given you. And so tonight God is saying, I place before you the choice, blessing or curse. In order for you to receive, you must come into alignment with me, and you must allow me to circumcise the foreskin of your heart, and you must love me. You must keep my commandments. You should fear me and serve me with all your heart, with all your soul. And so God is saying to us tonight, allow him to exchange, to do the exchange. Allow him to impart into you uh, his nature. Let him take your old man and give you and transform you into the person that he has called you to be. So now we're at this crossroad, and it's, it's always difficult to make a decision, right, when you don't have sufficient information. But this is not true when it comes to the word of God, and this is not true when it comes to Israel. Because their their leader, Moses, repeatedly reminded them of God's ability. So they, like us, do not lack illustration of God's power, right, nor motivation to do what is right. We know what is right. But the challenge that we find, uh, find ourselves in is that not knowing what is right, but is doing. It's the doing that is the challenge for us. So the choice must be made, and the choice must be made now, right? Because he said, I place before you today. He didn't say tomorrow, next week, next year. And so it's so fitting that the the theme of the theme, the, the key scripture for this revival is this particular scripture because God is saying today, not, not tomorrow, not next year, we're not waiting for the new year um, to see the changes, but God is saying now, today, in this moment, if you, if you choose to allow God to transform you, then God is saying this day, I will bring you into the land of milk and honey. So we also have to understand, right, that in making decision, timing and location is crucial. And so God has brought us to this one location tonight, 
right? And he's saying, make the decision. He's saying the timing is right and the place is right, right? And so we see a lot of this in, in even in our personal lives, in the decisions mm-hmm. that we've made. And we've ended up in place of disaster because we made the wrong decision at the wrong time. And then we end up making a mistake because we made the wrong decision at the right time. And then we end up in a place of unacceptance because we made the right decision at the wrong time. But God is saying, if you make the right decision at the right time, your success is guaranteed. So there is a land that needs to be possessed. Right? There is many blessings that needs to be laid hold of, that needs to be captured. Right? And so we need to be in the position to be able to capture that. So there are many people, you know, who are living in marriages that they do not even possess the joy of partnership because they're unwilling to put forth the effort, right, in terms of, like, courtesy, love, you know, thoughtfulness, right? And there are many students, and I went to school with them, who are just simply, like, passing through the courses, but the courses are not passing through them. Right, because they're unwilling to possess the diligence and the application. Right, and so it is with us. We're reading the Word of God, but the words of God is not passing through us, and so we are not. We have no zeal. We're not hungering and thirsting after righteousness so that we can be filled. So we're going about life and thinking because we pick up the Bible and we read the scripture or we've done what we're supposed to do as Christian, but the word is not dwelling within us richly so that it's able to transform and to take us to a place that we can possess the land. So what God is saying tonight is that to possess first requires a desire to possess, right? That's why Matthew 5 says that he that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. How hungry are you? So we speak of possession, but yet there is no desire to possess. We are so happy just going about year after year, you know, unsatisfied, discontented, living paycheck to paycheck, stuck in the same job and be like, oh, you know, I can't stand this job and yet doing nothing about it. And so there is no desire for change. There is no desire to possess. We only talk the talk, but we don't walk the walk. So God is saying you cannot possess outside of desire to possess, right? And if you have the desire to possess, then you must understand the principles involved in possessing. Right? So that's why the scripture outlined verse by verse, precept on on precept, it tells you explicitly what you need to do in order for you to cross over to possess the land. So the principles is there. So you need to have the desire. You need to understand the principle involved in possessing the promise. And then you Mm -hmm. must apply the principle in the present moment. Not tomorrow, not next year, not, you know, I'm going to wait. You know, right now I'm in a place, right now it's bad. So, you know what, I'm just going to wait till I get out of this situation before I kind of like yield myself to the Holy Ghost and, and let God have his way, you know, right about now I need to find my own way out. No, God is saying if you have the desire to possess and you understand the principle to possess, then he said apply them. Apply them now to your situation. So people of God... The choice is plain tonight. The choice is plain. The choice is urgent. 
it says today. You know, one, one writer says, defer not till tomorrow to be wise, because tomorrow's sun to thee ne- may never rise. Right? So God oh, yeah. is saying, the choice is plain and the choice is urgent. Right? And the choice is serious and the choice is inescapable. It's do or die. Is blessing or curse? And it, we all know what everybody's going to say. We want the blessing. <laughs> we do not want the curse. So the choice is inexplainable. It's either you're going to be blessed or you're going to be cursed. So at this stage, we're at an intersection tonight, people of God. We're at an intersection between our past and our future. Right? And I'm impressing upon everyone tonight the urgency of making the right choice by allowing God to, to circumcise the foreskin of your heart. Let us not kid ourselves into believing that we are in right standing, but yet not possessing. Uh, the Bible says signs and wonders will follow us. Uh, the Bible says we shall have the fruits, we shall bear the fruits. The fruits will be evident because he said if we are like tree plants, by the rivers, he said that we will bear fruit in season, our leaves will not wither, and whatever we do shall prosper. And so many Amen. times we are declaring and proclaiming out of our mouth how we're suffering, how we're, we're, we're in poverty, how we are stuck in a dead-end job, how we are stuck in, in an abusive relationship, and how we're feeling stuck. And if, we, if we're at that place, it is plain and simple, people of God. We are not in right position. We are not in a right position with God. God is not the problem. God is saying, I have given this, but in order for you to possess it, you have to cross over. He said, let me renew your mind. Let, let all things pass away. And let me give you new things, right, so that you'll be able to, to eat from the land that flows with milk and honey. He said, I'm going to take care of that land. All I desire from you is your love, your fear of me. All I desire from you is, is your total dependency and your total obedience, knowing that the birds and the flowers of the ear I take care of are much less more you who are more important. This same God that is saying that, look, be anxious for nothing, but for everything you presented before me. And he said, look, ask anything that you want, as long as my word abides in you, and I am abiding and you are abiding in me. He said, look, ask anything that you want of me, even if it's not, and it shall be. So God is saying, look, I, I will give you the desires of your heart, but hearken unto my voice. Keep my commandments, and blessed you shall be in the city. Blessed you shall be in the field. But he said, but if you do not keep the curse, I will separate you from me. And so it is not hard to really understand what God requires of us, so we know it. But what the challenge is, is the doing. And so if you find yourself in that place like myself, we have to do do self-assessment. And so this scripture is more of a catalyst for us to examine our lives and to show us that the promises is real, the promises are true, the promises, because we've seen it, all the people that God has promised to do his word is truth. Whatever he said he's going to do, he's going to do. He's not slack concerning his promises. He's not a God that he will lie, and his word will not return void. He said he exalts his word above his very name. And so God is saying to us today, 
stand upon his word, do apply his words to our life, and we will get the results that we're looking for. Outside of that is chaos. Outside of that is disaster. Outside of that is mistake. Outside of that is unacceptance. But God said, if you, if you stay in me, if you abide in me, that you will bear much fruit. He said, I will do the pruning. I will do the watering. He said, look, I will do everything that requires to keep the soil producing and the life start growing. I will do what is required in you. And you, all you need to do is possess. All you need to do is grab a hold of it. All you need to do is walk in faith, not by sight, knowing that he's going to take care. He's going to make the way. He's going to spring up the, world, the, the rivers in our wilderness. So tonight, people of God, I am impressing on you that no matter where you find yourself, whatever place you find yourself in tonight, just know that the choice is yours. And the choice is placed before you. You are at that crossroad between your past and your future lies ahead of you. And God wants to bring his power on your past into your present so that you can see your future. And so God is saying, make the right decision. Make the right decision and it will reveal to you not only who you are, but who you will become. So people of God, I am employing you tonight, keep the commandments, circumcise the foreskin of your heart, come into right relationship with God, repent, turn away from the things that you know, you know for yourself what it is that is standing between you and God. You know that you don't spend time with God that how you are to. You know that you don't pray as much as you are to. You know that you don't go to God asking his, um, his input on half the stuff that you do. But then yet when something happened, you said, oh, Lord, help me. Oh, Lord, deliver me. Oh, Lord, I need you. But yet we do everything outside of him. So I am just asking you and employing and impressing on you people of God, make the right decision today so that you'll be able to cross in and possess your land. God bless you tonight. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Glory Hallelujah. to God. Yeah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Father, I thank you. I praise and I glorify your holy name once more. Lord God, I place your servant, Minister Solucia Lodge, I place her on the altar before you once more. I ask, oh God, that you'll pour back into her, oh God, all that she has poured out, God. Even now I ask that you'll build a hedge of protection around her, oh God, that cannot be penetrated by the enemy. Lord God Almighty, I bind up backlashing and retaliating spirits, oh God. I ask you, oh God Almighty, to uh, position, oh God, your warring angels, O oh God, above her, before her, behind her, beside her, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, I pray that everyone who has been here to hear, O oh God, heard what the Spirit of the Lord had to say to us tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, I bless you for your daughter. I thank you, God, for choosing her, Lord God, to bring forth this word tonight. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, I pray glory to God. Um, this conference started on um, Saturday on 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 Sunday night, 
Amen. Um, when I was getting dressed for church on Sunday, I um, there was something that that you know I I, sh- I should have you know done, but I didn't do. Um, Monday um, there was something that I should have you know do that I, I didn't do. Um, glory to God, I did it Tuesday, I did it Wednesday, and I did it today. And that is, I have I have on on my dresser a bottle of um, anointing oil that was prayed over by a mighty man of God that has written maybe over a hundred books, Amen, on spiritual warfare. And um, I am this morning. I and I made a declaration that every place that I place my my feet, I shall claim it for the kingdom. I did the same thing yesterday. I did the same thing on Tuesday. Why am I mentioning this? Because last night I heard the woman of God said it that we, you know, wherever our feet shall tread, we. Uh, claim it uh, for the kingdom. And again, I heard uh, Minister Solucia Lodge um, said it tonight. Again, uh, glory to God. I, I smile when she said it because, you know, I reflected on this morning when I was, I almost put my socks on without doing it, and the Holy Spirit said, do it, anoint, anoint your feet. Um, Minister Solucia, I want to thank you so much. Um, the Bible says that obedience is better than sacrifice. God is looking for our obedience. Amen. Glory to God. That's all that he requires. Amen. You know, in order to um, reveal that which he has already ordained unto us, um, we need to be obedient. You go, you mentioned Deuteronomy 28, chapter 28, glory to God, um, you know, where um, we were given, um, you know, if we are obedient to the statutes, to the commandments of God, the things that, you know, uh, how blessed we, we would be. And um, if we were not obedient, um, we would be cursed. And so it's so simple. It It, it, it is so simple. And I thank you. Um, it, as I look at my book, um, Systematic Theology, um, you, 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 you systematically preach tonight, glory to God, hallelujah, and um, I just want to thank yes, you, I thank you for, um, I thank you for breaking, uh, forgive me Facebook Live, folks, I forgot that um, I, we were on Facebook Live, um, you you gave us um, a breakdown of um, this word tonight, and um, yes, I'm so sorry, sorry Elder June, I forgot that we were doing Facebook Live and my back was turned turn to the to the phone so sorry because of this little girl glory to god um but um, Sister Solucia, I want to thank you. I want to thank you so much um, for, number one, being a student. Glory to God. You have truly proven tonight that you study the Word of God, and not just study the Word of God, but you absorb the Word. Amen? You, um, you take in and retain that which you um, read, that which you study. And I want to thank you for um, coming and depositing that which you have learned to um, to us tonight. Again, you have proven that um, surely 
God has God has um, revealed Himself to us through you tonight. Glory to God. You've proven that He He's sending a message. Glory to God. And I thank you for being tonight's messenger. May May He continue to um to speak through you. May He continue to bless you. May He continue to keep you um, in all that you do. Glory to God. Whether in the um, in, in in the church or in the hospitals, glory to God. Everything that you do, I pray that God's hands will remain upon you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And I cover you under the blood of Yahushua Hamashiach. God bless you. At this time, I'm going to open up the line for anyone who has a comment um, or question regarding tonight's uh, word, uh, tonight's message that Minister Solutia brought directly from the throne room of God. The line is open. The line is open. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good night, Praise good night, Lord. my brothers and sisters. Good night, Sister Celusia. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that powerful word from the Lord. I'm tremendously blessed as I listen. My God, that was deep, deep, deep teaching. You know, yes, as, as, and as, as Moses said, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. If you rebel, you shall be devoured with this word. And the key here is obedient. Yes, and everyone to receive the blessing of the Lord. But it is here, you know, waiting for us to enjoy. All we got to do is obey and do whatever the Lord commanded us to do, observe, to keep his commandment. And, you know, um, and as Jesus said, a new commandment have I given unto you, that they love one another. And if we have loved one for the other, and love the Lord, our God, with all our heart, because, you know, when you love somebody, you do everything to please him. Amen. And so, if we obey the commandment of the Lord, do whatever he told us, then we shall hear the good of the land. You know, that's what caused, you know, the human race to fall. That's what caused sin, disobedient. Adam disobeyed God. And because of one man disobedient, sin entered the whole human race. And Christ Jesus, <coughs> yes, the second Adam, he obeyed the Father and brought life and peace and forgiveness to all mankind. Yes, and if we be willing and obedient, you know, we can depend upon God. All he wanted for he, he has given us the freedom of choice, just like yes. he gave Adam and even the garden the freedom of choice. God does not take that from us, yes. and, and and that's that's why um, um Moses uh, Joshua said the children of Israel 
choose you this day who you will serve. Who you will serve. Yes. Choose. Make your choice. Whether you want to serve the God that, that over the other side of the flood or the God that brought you out of Egypt, then it, it, it all depends on you. And so as we go into 2018, let us choose to follow the Lord wholeheartedly. God does not want people who just serve them, serve him with your lips. You know, like when Jesus said, you know, to the Jews, to the Pharisees, you know, these people glorify me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. So we have to serve the Lord with all our heart and obey him. As we go into 2017, let us be better, better, better Christian. And God will really bless us tremendously as we obey to do his will. You know, that's why as he, as, uh, he told the children of Moses, told him to write the, the commandment upon their doorpost, you know, upon their, 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 their hands, upon their forehead, as a reminder that you don't forget to serve the Lord. And, uh, you know, Moses told the children of Israel, when you go into the land, be careful when Geshur and began to get fat that you forget the Lord. And, you know, people, you know, when God sort of bless them and prosper them, that's the time they forget the Lord and thought they get all these things by their own strength and skill and ability. But let us know that all good gift, all perfect gift comes from a God. from God. The Lord. So let us Amen. depend upon him. And let us not forget the Lord our oh God, he's the one who has taken us out of bondage, the bondage of sin, and has placed us into the light of his gospel, into his freedom. Yes, let us continue to love the Lord, serve the Lord, and walk in the way of the Lord. And he will bless us tremendously in 2018. And as he has commanded us, that we should go into all the world. He has taken us out of the world of sin. But after he saved us, he sent us back. Not to live like the world and live as the world, but to bring to them the gospel of deliverance. To tell them that Christ Jesus saves, he keeps, and is satisfied. So let's obey the voice of the Lord and obey his command as we live for him. In 2018, Sister Salusha, really thank May the good Lord can to bless you and prosper you and strengthen you and lead you day in and day out. And may build a wall of protection around you from the wicked adversary. May the angel encamp around you continually so that no weapon that form against you will ever prosper. Continue, my wonderful sister, to preach the word of God in season and out of season. Continue to study, to show yourself approved, a workman, nil it be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
I'm oh, blessed. I'm blessed tonight. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God bless you, my wonderful sister. God bless you. Real, real good. Hallelujah. Church, give him praise. Give him praise. He's worthy of all praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. God bless you, Brother Swap. God bless you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening, Pastor Marie. Good evening, Sister Dorothy, Reverend Dorothy. Let me tell you. Um, have you ever heard this one is for me? This oh, one was for yeah. me. Because of disobedience, I have been limping now for three weeks. And um have to look back and say thank you, God, because it could have been worse. I could have been crippled or otherwise because of disobedience. I looked, knew what I was doing was wrong, but still went ahead and did it. And then, I think it's earlier this week that I read this passage of Scripture. But when you are trying to study by yourself, you just come up with your own views, even though it's obvious what it was saying there. But to hear this tonight, it just further cemented what I thought. And people say I'm hard on myself, but then when you know the truth, you know you're doing something wrong, you just know that you're doing something wrong. I am so grateful for this because sometimes you think you are not being disobedient, but when you stop and look, you know that you are not paying full attention. Yes, yes. And we have to be focused. We have to be focused if we are going to do what we are supposed to do, if we are going to serve God the way we are supposed to serve him. We have to be focused and be obedient. And as Sister Salusha said, Sometimes we, I can't phrase it how she said it, but you make the wrong decision at the wrong time or the right decision at the wrong time. I've heard myself doing a little bit of that recently because of situation. But I pray to God and ask that I get some encouragement, get some guidance to put me back because something isn't kosher here. But I'm still holding on to God. I am not going to let it deter me. And I have to be obedient. I have to be focused. I have to open my eyes. And I have to separate myself sometimes from things so that I can be where I am supposed to be. Thank you so much for enlightening me. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Reverend Dorothy. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else? We bless the Lord. Lord. Praise the Lord. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone. Elder Patel, good night. Praise the Lord. Um, Minister Salusia. Uh, I could truly hear our bishop through you tonight. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. uh, I get excited when I hear people um, analyze a text. Amen. Uh, Amen. The methodology that you used. Um, it, you you went into historicity of the text, and you went line by line, and you did clause by clause, and uh, and so it was easy to follow the the thread of what you were saying. Um, 
of what the text was saying. You were bringing out every meaning, um, but you were you were also bringing out um, the requirement of each clause uh, with the uh, coordinating action. So, uh, as I listened to you, um, you know, the book of the law is uh, sometimes a challenge for for uh for people to accept because it is it can be some sometimes very complicated. Yeah. Uh but when I listened to you tonight and I listened to how you broke it down, you did you did a, a hermeneutical analysis which was uh I have to give you props. <laughs> you know, I really have to say you did a fantastic job. Praise God. Um but one of the things that I as I listened to you um break down the text um you were talking about uh the instructions that that God gave Moses to give to the people um and uh, and the instructions were this shall happen so it means that it has not yet been manifested amen there is a prerequisite before the action becomes manifested. Amen. And, uh, as our, amen. And as our theme, um, as our theme is crossing over, the very fact that it's crossing over, it, it implies that it is a consistent action, that uh, that there is no, it, it's, it's not a terminal position, it is consistently happening. So you're, you're in transition uh, in, on a consistent basis. And crossing over, uh, what we understand from who God is is the fact that, yes, he is consistent, but he is also constant in the fact that he's, uh, he's always creating. And if you're always creating, it means that you're transitioning from one thing to another. Um, but all the benefits that are um, promised to us are contingent upon Yes. Relationship. Like Amen. Yes. Um, so you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna preach over you. I'm 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 congratulating you for how exceptionally clear you brought forth this message tonight. True um, and simple. Know, I, true, true, it, true. Very, very, very clear and and, and you know, um you you made things that, that could be considered complex. You broke mm-hmm. them down so it was easy to Very understand. Easy. Praise God. And you gave the history of the text, which is so important because when you don't have the history of the text, you lose the context of the message. Praise God. So I just want to I just want to give God thanks for how you um you delivered tonight. You really, really um dug deep and you emptied yourself. And it was evident that you studied. Praise God. So I just want to I just want to extend that congratulations to you. You did a fantastic job. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah to God be the glory. Amen. Glory to God. You know, um, earlier when I introduced Minister Lucia Evangelist, I said, you know, um, she is our very own um, here in here in Simple Words Ministry. We take the most complex thing and we make it easy so that everybody can receive what belongs to them. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what she did tonight. 
She, um, you know, she, you know, she she broke it down so that even mm-hmm. Victoria was rejoicing. <laughs> <while she Amen. laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Even the baby could understand, and um, you know that's that's what's that's what's important. Um, um, oftentimes, you know, preachers love to let everybody know that they have a doctorate degree. Amen. Uh, you know, <laughs> and that's 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 wonderful. But if 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 I don't understand a word that you're saying, or if the uh-huh. people don't understand a word that you're saying, it makes absolutely no difference to me how many degrees that you have, because but Jesus was a commandment. Mm-hmm. Go in world and preach the gospel. Amen. And it's not everybody out there in the world that has a doctorate, all right? Or a master or a or a certificate. There's some people that didn't even pass grade one. Glory to God. And they too need to hear the gospel. They too need to understand, you know, what God was saying to us or not was, but what God is saying to us. In Deuteronomy 11, um, you know whether we whether we choose verse 8 or verse um, verse 31, you know that everybody needs to understand it. And I, I thank God that um, the woman of God broke it down for us tonight, um, you know, to the point where we understand. The bottom line is, uh, you want to cross over, be obedient. You want to receive your blessings, be obedient. Once you are obedient, glory to God, Hallelujah. You will, you know, you will receive, you will receive the blessings that God has already ordained for you before the foundations of the world. All right? Glory to God. Um, Anyone else? Oh, she's going to speak? Oh, okay. And I thought I got cut off. Anyone else? You've got a comment um, or a question regarding tonight's message? Praise the Lord, everyone. Um, I want to just uh, bless the Lord for the word tonight. I I Uh, am thanking God also that it was recorded uh, so that I can catch the beginning. But um, Evangelist Solutia. Oh, my goodness, it it was almost like such a confirmation. Um, I I almost felt like we studied together. There were some things about Mount Jerusalem and Mount Ebal that um, the Lord had had me to begin to study out um, in terms of the mountain of blessing and the mountain of cursing. And um, you just... You just handled the word so excellently, so richly. I praise God for, I you know, I praise God because, uh, as I was saying last night, um, a lot of times we we like to get excited about crossing over and 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 taking possession, and so you know, taking possession of territory, taking possession of the land, and I've I've you know been a part of. Uh, listening to uh, preachers or revivals where, you know, there's not that it's hype. I don't want to make it sound like it's just hype, but we we spend so much time pumping people up and gearing them up into going in and taking possession without really soberly, um, sincerely 
um, maturely understanding that everything that God would give to us, it is, it has a condition. It has, we are, we are responsible for that which the Lord wants to give unto us. And he's looking for those mature sons. And I heard such uh, a depth of maturity uh, and, and uh, concerning the word, the delivery of the word. Um, and But I hear the Father's heart that he really has these things for us, but we must come his way. God is calling for such a surrender of our hearts in this hour. And there's just, you know, the things that God used to wink at, he's just not going to uh, let those things go. I believe that um, there have been many injustices and things of, of that nature that have been happening um, in our society, um, you know, globally even. And it's just at a time where God is about to vindicate um, and and recompense, uh, bring uh, recompense for his people. And so he's, um, you know, when the glory of God comes, um, that which is holy, hallelujah, um, gets the blessing. That which is unholy um, gets the the curse or gets the destruction because of not because a God moves, but because we move from under the hand of God and under um, the order and the principles of God. So I thank the Lord for this word tonight. God bless you. Amen. All. Amen. 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 And God bless you, Apostle. Thank you so much for being here tonight. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Anyone My else? Pleasure. Anyone else before we close in prayer? Amen. Glory to God. Um, Just a reminder, tomorrow night we continue, day six, amen, um, with Dr. Angela Rucker. Amen. Dr. Angela Rucker will be coming. Um, you, You can't talk over me, okay? I'm talking right now. Glory to God. Dr. Angela Rucker will be coming tomorrow night, amen, um, to give us uh, the sixth installment of um, this revival that God has ordained. Uh, We have crossed over, amen, and we are taking possession of that which God has given unto us, amen. God in Genesis. In the book of Genesis, chapter 2, he gave us, um, actually from from chapter 1, he gave us dominion, amen? He gave us dominion, and we need to not only take possession, but have dominion over that which he has given unto us, amen? So come on tomorrow night as uh, the author of the prenatal assignment, the prenatal assignment before we were formed in our mother's womb, God, hallelujah, had a plan and a purpose for our lives. Come on out and hear what thus says the Lord. It's always a wonderful time when Dr. Rucker um, brings forth the word on this line. So do come on out and hear what thus says the Lord. On Saturday night, Dr. Raymond Finlater, 
Amen. We're so blessed. We're so blessed with so many scholars um, in this ministry. Dr. Raymond Finlater, glory to God, he will be um, coming and um, putting it all together. Amen. He's going to put it all together as we close out, hallelujah, um, this year's uh, end of year revival. I just want to also um, um, remind folks uh, Next week, next week, um, next Friday night, plan to be here next Friday night. Um, I God, God is God. God bless you. God bless you. God is good. God is faithful. I have next week off. I am going to. Um, I'm going to be sitting in His presence to get the word for 2018 for as many individuals that he'll give, as well as in general, the general word. So come on out next Friday night. I'm going to do that Friday night because I don't believe we're going to have service on the 31st. Amen. We're not going to have um, service. If we do, it's going to be quite early. So um, there are quite a few people, quite a few um, events, quite a few things that are happening on the 31st. So I'm going to I'm going to um, take Friday night, and we may start um, even a little bit early on Friday night. We may start maybe at 11 p.m. so that we can have enough time. But I will send I will send the um, the, the the announcements out. Glory to God, um, letting folks know. You know what? We're going to start early next Friday night, 11 p.m., uh, glory to God, and um, we're going to, you know, we'll see what thus says the Lord for um, for you, for the world in general, uh, glory to God, um, for 2018. Um, Sunday night, this coming Sunday night, um, Prophet Joseph will be preaching, and uh, it's going to be a good word. I, I've already gotten a hint. Um, so come on, come. y'all pray. Y'all pray for my son, Amen. Pray for him. Pray for Prophet Joseph Smith, and come on out on Sunday night and hear what thus says the Lord through him. Um, Monday night, um, Bible, um, uh, glory to God, live and interactive. Monday night, live and interactive. Uh, glory to God. Wednesday morning at seven fourteen a.m. Standing in the gap intercessor prayer meeting. And then, again, like I said, next Friday night, we're going to start one hour earlier so that I can get through what I believe is going to be a long night. Amen? Glory to God. Um, I want to thank I want to thank you again, uh, Minister Solucia Lodge. Thank you so much for um, your your obedience in coming to bring forth the word tonight. Thank you for studying. Thank you for being in the presence of God. Thank you for understanding the heart of God. Amen. Uh, glory to God. And I want to thank each and every one of you that have um, been joining us um, since Sunday night, or even if you. You join us for the first time tonight. I thank you so much. Glory to God. Um, do join us tomorrow night at 9 p.m. again as we continue in our end-of-year revival. Uh, glory to God. Um, at this time, this, um, Evangelist Candice, are you still on the line? I'm still here. Glory to God. Are you able to close us in prayer? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you one more time, Jesus. Just honor you, Lord God, for who you are. We honor you, Almighty God, because you are faithful, because you are kind, because you are merciful, because your mercies are renewed each and every day, Lord God. We thank you, Almighty God, that you loved us and you love us best. Lord God, your desire is to have fellowship with us, mighty God, and your desire, Lord God, is to uh, to see your good works manifest in us and through us, Lord God. So, Father God, we want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for speaking through your woman servant one more time, Lord Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord God, that you tabernacled with us tonight, Lord God. We want to thank you for the fresh word, Lord God, that you released into our spirits, Lord God. We came to yes, turn up, Almighty God, and truly we did receive an overflow tonight, Lord God. Lord Jesus, even as we uh, get ready to go our separate ways off this line tonight, Lord God, we ask, Almighty God, that your word will continue to germinate in our spirits, Lord Jesus, and it will continue, Lord God, to uh, to, to spring up into everlasting life, Lord Jesus. God Almighty, I pray that you will bless each and every one that uh, came on this line tonight, Lord Jesus, that each and every one, oh God, heard the word that was necessary for the crossover that they need to take in, their, uh, in their lives, Lord God. We ask in the name of Jesus that as we approach, Lord God, this, this new year of 2018, mighty God, this crossover word, oh God, will not just be another scripture text to us, Lord God, but let us take these words seriously, Lord God, and apply them to our lives so that we can see the evidence of you uh, and your miraculous work working in us, Lord Jesus. I pray, Almighty God, that as we depart from this line, Lord God, that you will bless each and every one in the name of Jesus. We pray, Almighty God, that you will equip us, Lord God, with every tool that we need, Lord Jesus, to be victorious in our lives, oh God, each and every day. God, I pray that you are blessed, Lord God, uh, your handmaiden, Lord Jesus, your elect lady tonight, uh, um, Pastor Marine Chen Bailey, Lord God, and uh, Minister Daly and her entire family, Almighty God. I pray in the name of Jesus that every area, Lord God, that uh, has a breach to it, Almighty God, I pray, God, that you'll fortify so that the enemy will have no access, Lord God, to your elected lady's life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I Thank pray. You. Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you remember each and every uh, simple Word Ministry member, Lord God, that was on this line tonight, and even those who were not able to join tonight. I pray, God, that your hand of blessing, oh God, that your hand of protection, that your hand of grace and mercy will rest upon your people in the name of Jesus. I pray, Almighty God, that you will send a double portion anointing upon each and every one of us, Lord God, that when we leave from this land, Lord God, we will say it was good for us to be here. God, yes, as Lord. We, uh, as we enter into into a brand new day, Lord God, we ask, Lord God, that you will take full control, Lord Jesus, that you will order our steps, Lord God, that you will guard our feet, Lord oh God, that you will wash our, our hearts and our, our minds, Lord oh God, and keep our minds stayed focused on you in the name of Jesus. Lord God, again, as we separate from this line, I pray, mighty God, that you will give us restful sleep, almighty God, that you will minister to our spirits even as we sleep, mighty God. Draw us 
closer to you, O God. Let us have deep communion with you, mighty God, in the name of Jesus, so that, God, you will be able to tell us, O God, what it is that you will have us to do each and every day uh, that, that we are here that we are representing you upon this earth, O God. Remind us, Almighty God, that we are your representatives here on earth, Lord God, that we are not our own, but we belong to you. O God, again, I commit each and every one, O God, every family uh, that is represented on this line. I pray, Jehovah God, that you will extend your grace and mercy upon each and every one, Jehovah God, even in this uh, season, O God, celebratory season. I pray, O oh God, that you remind us, Lord Jesus, not to become so caught up, O oh God, with consumerism, mighty God, but help us, O oh God, to focus on the reason for the season, almighty God. Remind us, Jehovah God, to take time out to bless you for the gift that you gave us, O oh God, the gift of Jesus Christ opened up to eternal life. God, we ask that you will rest, remain, and abide with us, almighty God. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. And Father, even now I lift up your servant, Evangelist Candice Kachapar, before you. I place her, her family before you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, I ask, O oh God, for your divine supernatural favor upon their lives. Lord God Almighty, I thank you, God, that they're not crossing over into their possessions, O oh God, but they have crossed over. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, hallelujah, for manifestation. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, for your divine favor that's upon evangelist life, O oh God. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, for every door that you're opening for her, oh God. I thank you, God Almighty, hallelujah, glory to God, that God, even those who thought, oh God, that she wouldn't make it, oh God, will marvel, oh God, hallelujah, and ask the question, is that the Candace that I once knew? In the name of Jesus, I bless you, oh God, hallelujah, for taking her, oh God, higher and higher, oh God, deeper and deeper, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I bless you, Lord God, hallelujah. Thank you, once more for this night. Thank you for each and every person that you've brought here tonight to hear a word directly from you. And I declare and I declare that everyone who has an ear to hear heard what the Spirit of the Lord had to say in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 We bless God for tonight. I bless God for each and every one of you. Amen. Hallelujah. For those of you in Canada who are going to be driving in the morning, about uh, mm-hmm. early. Yes. Yeah. There's there's so much. I just looked outside. There's so much snow, but to God be the glory. Amen. Uh, we're in. Oh, for heaven's sakes! But to God be the glory. Um, until we meet again tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. May the good Lord bless and keep you. May He cause His face to shine upon you. May He be gracious unto you. May He lift up the light of His countenance upon you and give you peace. I declare and I declare, Hallelujah! Glory to God. You are the head and not the tail. You're the lenders, not the borrowers. You are blessed in your coming. You're blessed in your going. Hallelujah! I declare and I declare that you have crossed over to possess the land. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Your experience in the favor and the blessings of God. Have a blessed night, everyone. Sleep with God's angels. Have a blessed night, Pastor Maureen. Thank you. Amen. God bless. Good night. Good night. Everyone have a great night. God bless you. Good night. Good night. Amen. <laughs>
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.